0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, y'all. My name is Emily Metcalf, and welcome to my podcast. Today's podcast is actually going to be for a school project, Um, which kind of sounds crazy, but I have the big senior year capstone. And so my capstone is on hunters as conservationists in Wisconsin. And that is a really broad topic, honestly. So I wanted to take this podcast to focus in on one specific issue or topic within The larger topic and that is how there has been a large decline in the hunter population and what we can do to improve the population of hunters. So let's get right into the podcast. So do you have a family member who is a hunter or are you a hunter yourself? Because it may not seem like hunters appear to be a key element in our economy and environment and most people see them as people who hunt to kill. Hunter and fishermen for generations have been used by the DNR and wildlife management programs to increase the health of our environment. And hunters control species population density and are the number one funders for our wildlife conservation programs as well as our national parks. The Midwest economy and wildlife management programs are being threatened due to the decline in hunter population. So the industry must rebrand hunting through social media. To begin with, our older generation of hunters, who make up 75% of the hunting population, are becoming, quote-unquote, too old to hunt, leaving a decline in the hunting population. According to Bennett Goldstein's article, Dubuque-area hunters pass on tradition amid hunting decline. Only 4% of Americans who are at least 16 years old hunt. There are 11.5 million Americans and only 460,000 of them, at least 16 years of age, hunt. And our so-called baby boomers, ages 45 to 60, are beginning to age out of hunting, causing a large portion of the hunting population to have a major decline. Hunters are the number one funders for wildlife management organizations, laws, and key acts to improve our system. With the decline numbers, our funding needed is decreasing. Although some may disagree and feel hunting is a cruel sport, in reality, hunting does more good than bad. The Pittman-Robertson Act of 1937 put taxes on all hunting license, equipment, and ammunition to support wildlife conservation funding. Without this act, organized Organizations, such as Ducks Unlimited, Pheasants Forever, Trout Unlimited, and our DNR are unable to be funded. All of these foundations focus their efforts to, towards protecting and managing our wildlife economy. And according to Dennis... Andersons, hunters, and anglers have been primarily responsible for passage of this nation's key fish, wildlife, and conservation legislation from establishment of national parks and wildlife refuges to authorization of the Migratory Bird Treaty Act, the Lacey Act, and the Dingell johnson Act, and many, many more. Anderson proves that hunters do play a key role in the funding and passing of laws and acts that protect the environment and wildlife management systems. And 66% of our national parks are supported by local hunters. If people enjoy sightseeing at a national park, just remember who made it possible for them to do so. Not only do hunters have an impact on national parks and forests, but also on the animals themselves. Most people will think that hunters hunt to kill Although hunters do kill for food, little do people know that hunters are controlling the species population. The article, Dubuque Area Hunters Pass on Tradition and Amid Hunting Decline by Bennett Goldstein, suggests a deer herd of about 500,000 could double within three years if left unchecked. Now, that might be like, oh my gosh, that's such a large number of deer. But in reality, having that big of a number is actually damaging to our forests and our ecosystems and increasing the risk of motor vehicle collisions. Wildlife biologists rely on hunters to thin out herds of species such as deer. Wildlife biologists and conservation workers also take a look at disease control. Within the past five years, Wisconsin has had a breakout of the chronic waste disease, CWD, in deer. The DNR has recruited hunters to manage the deer population on their properties to control the allowance of the number of deer the habitat is able to withstand. When the carrying capacity is exceeded, this is when hunting comes into play. Now we continue to face the problem of not having enough hunters to support these key elements of our environment and economy. Social media can be the key to rebranding what hunting is about and catch the interest of those wanting to pursue hunting or don't understand what hunting is. One of the largest aspects of our society is the use of social media. What researchers have looked into is completely rebranding hunting as a whole. Millennials are not like the baby boomers, therefore we cannot treat them like one. The face of hunting must adapt to the modernization of society. When you walk down the streets and see multiple people with their heads down in their phones, what are they looking at? Well, they're looking at social media. Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook, on websites, shopping. The theory is to involve hunting in social media. Dennis Anderson, in his article, Will Millennials Step Up As Hunting and Angling Decreases, looks deep into how millennials step up as our hunting and fishing population decreases. Anderson found that the number one reason for going outdoors is to exercise second is as a venue to socialize, and third is to camp or hike. Rebranding hunting to show that hunting does not have to be about killing an animal for pride or food will allow for a spark to those who feel that is what hunting is about. With the power of social media, the hunting industry can use advertisement to make hunting more appealing. Hunting can be seen as a way to exercise, socialize, and camp or hike. Most see hunting as the stereotypical my grandpa and my dad go up to the cabin for a week, go to bars, drink, wake up in the morning and hopes to shoot a deer. Although that is what hunting used to be, hunting is on the path to modernization. What the industry is trying to accomplish is putting the face of hunting as a sport that allows for personal growth and achievement, a way to become immersed into nature and a place to meet new people to pursue a family. The industry is hiring everyday people who enjoy hunting and fishing to post on social media about their experiences. For example, someone may get paid by companies such as Realtree, Matthews Archery, Muzzy, or Yeti to promote hunting and their businesses in hopes to gain more business, inspire others to hunt and fish, as well as putting a positive image out for the hunting and fishing industry. Social media influencers have an immense amount of power to change the outlook of hunting of millennials, 89% choose a brand by cause. This means that if people have a reason to love the product, it will give them more reasons to love the brand. Therefore, if we give people a reason to love hunting, the more acceptance of the brand will rise and the amount of interest in hunting will increase. When someone scrolls through Instagram and sees their role model advertising a specific brand, the viewer is automatically drawn to the brand. You walk through the halls of school and see hundreds with Of people with the nike logo on their shirts shoes or pants they wear it because everyone else wears it then they grow to love the brand we can take the same method that nike uses to increase number of hunters especially of the younger millennial age we can take people who are big in the industry or perhaps a celebrity that enjoys hunting and advertise the advantages of hunting Take Luke Bryan as an example. Luke Bryan is a large country artist influencer that loves to hunt and fish. If Luke were to put a picture of a giant buck he shot on Instagram, 4.7 million viewers would see it. If Luke were to caption and take those who helped him shoot the buck and explain the phenomenal experience he had, 4.7 million people would see it. If hunting becomes as normal in viewers' feed as a dog picture is, the more attracted people would become to the thought of hunting. They would come out they would become aware of the benefits of hunting, they would see it as more of a normal activity rather than the activity only certain people can do. As the hunting population is on the road to distinction, it is important to rebrand hunting, modernizing it to spike the interest in our millennials, to avoid long term negative effects on our economy and environment, creating the idea that hunting is normal and beneficial will allow for a spark to occur. Rebrand and revamp the face of hunting so in a nutshell the number of hunters we have in the midwest and who is hunting and the outlook of hunting in the midwest will increase our ability to conserve our wildlife So I encourage everyone to try to think of different perspectives of what hunting is and if you're interested in hunting, go for it. There are so many opportunities for you to start hunting. I hope you enjoy this podcast and stay tuned for more.